This episode of the podcast is brought to you by wearing doll clothes to make you feel young again. That is good for believing what you do. We confer upon you a rare gift these days. A martyr's death. You will not only have life eternal, but you will sit with the saints among the elect. Come. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that stumbled across a cult in Scotland. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm back. Yay! We missed you, Frank. Uh, and today we are doing The Wicker Man. 1973's The Wicker Man. The, the good one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we're going to have an argument then. <laughs> you think the, you think the I hated game? this movie. Really? I thought this movie was awful. I loved this movie. The, it, you don't even like musicals. This movie's basically a musical. This is not a musical. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it just has music in it. <laughs> Which is a musical. That doesn't make it a musical. This movie... All right, look. This movie is a... Cent- this movie... Doesn't have enough music in it for it to be called a musical, but it has way too much music in it for it to not be a musical. <laughs> this movie is not good. Is the beginning of all cult movies. Sorta. Kind of. I got a Midsommar vibe from this. I guess, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You I just go not. back to your like your plans. I'm gonna I'll give I'll give you my okay. I'll give you my analysis. Alright, so The Wicker Man came out in nineteen seventy three. It was directed by Robin Hardy, and then the screenplay was done by Anthony Schaffer. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people in this that you need to care about. Um literally You need to care about Britt Eklund though, because she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, she's gorgeous. Um yeah, so I guess I'll do that first. Britt Eklund uh plays Willow. Very pretty. Uh, you have Sir Christopher Lee, God rest his soul, as Lord Summer Isle. And then you have Edward uh, Woodward, who plays Sergeant Howie. Yeah. You literally don't need to care about anybody else. Like, maybe Miss Rose, but... Whatever. She's the teacher. Yeah. Uh, and this movie is a movie about a girl goes missing on, like, a Scottish island, mm-hmm. and a police officer goes out to that island by himself to try to find out where she is, if anybody's seen her. And the whole island's like, no, yeah, we don't know who she is. And then slowly, bunch of he fucking starts, liars. He kind of uncovers what, like, what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is a classic example for me of when the idea eclipses the actual story. Mm-hmm. So I will say this is a slow burn film. Is um, it though? I think so. You really don't. So first off, you don't get the main antagonist of Lord Summer Isle until halfway through the movie. There isn't even really a main antagonist, though. It's it's just it's the entire town is just the main antagonist. Yeah, I guess. So look, let me let me (laughs) let me give you my problem. (laughs) Let me give you my like one of my 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 main issues. Mm -hmm. One of them being that I thought that the musical numbers were very out of place and extremely random. So there like, was when one. he goes to the bar mm-hmm. and everybody just starts. Ra- so this man is trying to find a murder mm-hmm. and, and he's trying to uncover what's going on. And then all of a sudden, everybody just starts breaking out into like a choreographed song and dance at the bar. I don't need it. There was. And it's not even like the songs were even that good. <laughs> the sea shanty of uh, the what was it the the daughter that was a fun one. I liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good number. <laughs> Um, 
I I do like now that I think about it though, like the the musical numbers did go on for way too long. The the shot with like Willow just dancing nude was very uncomfortable. Super like and that just music, went and on. that musical number was very strange. Yeah, just went on for like way the dancing too long. was terrible. Like she the girl can't dance. And then Sergeant Howie just like kind of like creaming in his pants a little bit. Like <laughs> should I go out there? Should I not? I'm going to be a married man soon. Yeah. Um, and then walking out in the street and just seeing like slow mo orgy. Yeah, that was very strange, and also feels like yeah, that's definitely illegal. And like, well, not in Scotland, but it is because he mentions it. He yeah, he literally says that like they're they're you know whatever it's like you know uh, public indecency or whatever like that you you can all be arrested for it, but like, he just doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, because it's not his jurisdiction, really. I guess, but then why is he? If it's not his jurisdiction, then why is he even being the one who's gonna? I don't know. They didn't, they didn't give us that there's, there's plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the biggest one, because you brought up like the music number, the biggest one that I was like, wow, this is super out of place, was um, <laughs> was like towards the end when Sergeant Howie finds the girl and is just like, oh, we got to run. Yeah. Like that number yeah. was just like this like heavy rock song. And right. I was like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't need all this. Um, like, that's a little weird. <laughs> Uh, my, but my main, I guess my, one of my main problems with this film that, that I just could not really, I kind of just felt like it was a really, really, really big missed opportunity Mm -hmm. was you called it a slow burn. And I kind of feel like it wasn't because I felt like almost everything was given to you right away. Like there was no slowly uncovering that something suspicious is going on with this town. Mm -hmm. Like almost within the first 15 minutes, you can clearly tell that everybody's like clearly hiding something well yeah but that's not what i'm saying a slow burn for well then what's the slow burn the slow burn is like uncovering like what actually happened to the girl i guess like rowan like where it's like okay like you know obviously i'm here because missing person so it's probably a murder or she's probably dead and then finding out which means you said you said murder or she's probably dead. murder or she's the same thing I murdered her, but she's still alive. Uh, they spit on your grave is that situation. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like where you're kind of like uncovering where it's like, okay, like is she missing? And then people are like, oh no, she never actually existed. And then finding out that she existed, and then finding out that she is dead, and then finding the grave and finding like the hair, which was really cool. The hair to, being a bunny. Yes. Not. Not, not a single a single piece of hair. <laughs> I don't see anything what is in this. this? <laughs> there's nothing in this box. No, no. There's a single piece of hair. <laughs> you misjudged, my friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like finding out that part of it, and then trying to be like, okay, so I know she's not dead. Like that that whole sequence is a good like like seventy percent of the film. I just don't, I don't see, I didn't consider it a slow burn because like in a, in a movie where you're, where it's a, it's a murder mystery, you're not expecting to find out what happens until the end of the movie anyway, Mm -hmm. because that's like the climax of the film. Like this is what happened. So it kind of just is very cookie cutter where it's like, you know, you're going to find out what happened at the end of the movie. Is it cookie cutter though? Because this was like one of the first things to do so. Well, it wasn't the first thing to f- to do a murder mystery. No. If you want to do, like, the whole cult aspect and, like, that whole, like, thing. And I thought the plot twist was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, hey, she isn't actually the sacrifice. We, the you. whole thing was a plot to actually bring you here so that, because you're the sacrifice. Yeah. But it also felt kind of unnecessary. Like, if you it, once it's on the island, just get, just get him. 
Yeah, <laughs> but, well, they got <laughs> we don't some... we don't need to do this whole thing for like a week where he's like running around trying to uncover stuff. Like he's on the island, just get him. Yeah, but he also had to like wait it out for May first. I guess you. I guess at that point, yeah. Yeah. So you got to like. Keep you, him could just, you could just keep him in you know in a cage in a cage somewhere. <laughs> we don't know how capable he is though. Right. That is true. Um, he could probably spring out of her, but um, the the opening thing was pretty cool too, where it's like it kind of alluded to the fact that like this actually is a thing on this island. Where it was like, oh, we thank, like, the people of Summer Isle for, like, the contribution yeah. to this. Um, and and basically saying, like, you know, this is, like, the cult. Right. Even though it was all, like, fictional. Right. It um, kind of gives you, like, if you've seen um, The Green Inferno. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously very different. Yes. But that idea of, like, hey, we were on this island and, you know, the people. Because, look, Eli Roth is a garbage director. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy, though. Great but guy, great guy, terrible. Super good at like blood and guts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give but, him that. But a terrible narrative, like narrative mm-hmm. storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but like kind of that whole thing, because like with at least with the Green Inferno, he actually did really go to the island and he actually used the native people. Yeah. So like it kind of gives you that like kind of vibe of hey, you know, we are we're actually out here on this real island on location, you know, like that. And and, and I kind of respect that. I thought the I thought the actual intro though, like the opening credit scenes and mm-hmm. like. Him I thought flying. that I thought that intro song, the corn song, was yes. very out of place. Really, I thought it was. Again, like it, it has like this midsummer vibe to me, where it's like it is kind of like this cult, like very like peaceful, like hippie vibe to it. Um, and for that part, I thought it added really well to it because it kind of sets up for the beginning of like, okay, you you understand that this is going to be like a cult film. But do you? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I, fuck from the Wicker Man. I assume so. I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know, just, this movie just did not sit right with me, I mm-hmm. guess. And it's so strange, but, like, not... And, like, I'm all I'm all for a strange movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for, like, an abstract film. But, like, this movie was just, like... This movie was, like, awkward strange. I kind of wanted, like, a few more, like... I don't know, something. Like, like the, the point when, like, they're dancing and, like, they're doing the swords. And, like, they chop off the girl's, like, yeah. head. That would have been crazy. That would have been if that... cool if they actually killed her. Yeah. <laughs> but, of course, it was just, like, a, a dummy Yeah. Head. But, like, it also doesn't make sense to me. Like, if somebody went in there and wasn't wearing that type of uh, uh, whatever, or a mm-hmm. costume, like, yeah, would they actually killed. have decapitated somebody? Yeah. But. But that's just part of the game. I guess. Um, I will say, too, like, the. The. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> um. I will say, though, like, with Sergeant Howie, yeah. kind of annoying on, like, how far he's pushing, like, Christianity to this Yeah, this I island. just did not understand that at all. Like, it, it, I don't know. Like, I guess I, I, it sort of made sense because it's, like, he's going into a, a foreign land that has a very opposing religious view to his. And, like, they believe in reincarnation and all that. Yeah. What, meanwhile, he's very much, like, you know, heaven and, you know, he's, you know, he's a Puritan, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he has his views, which they're very different. So I kind of thought that that was kind of cool but it was kind of just more annoying like yeah he's just I mean, running around and he's like you're you're not a christian yeah it's just like okay but shut like, up. how could you be teaching these children about sex <laughs> and it's like yeah i get it like and it also it also was the 70s so like maybe it was a little like different but i don't know yeah, it's just like I, dude shut up yeah i mean it was a little much at times because then it kind of like throws off sergeant howie's whole vibe as a character because you're supposed to kind of root for him solving this. Yeah, but I kind of wanted him to die. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like, at the end, you kind of want him to die because he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, like, 
towards the end, like when you actually get to like more of, okay, you understand what's going on and like shit's getting real now. Like it's May 1st started to get really cool. Like when he's like, okay, I'm going to go to the, the plane and then bring back cops and his plane is just like disconnected like they cut the wires and you see like all the people like rising up with the the masks, masks on yeah that was cool i enjoyed that i thought like i i genuinely enjoyed about the last 15 minutes of this movie yeah because the big ending is like the payoff to the entire thing yeah like you can say what you want but the ending is fantastic the ending is good mm-hmm. and it's uh deserved i guess like yeah. it, it feels like gratifying mm-hmm. um obviously it feels like a midsommar type deal yeah obviously you know you're just in a in a it's not a bear suit no. but it's <laughs> but it's kind of it's a big wooden man it's a, it's a giant <laughs> wooden man suit that yeah. he's wearing that gets lit on fire um and then all the like the animals around them was kind of cool i thought that was interesting because mm-hmm. it was like hey you know we're it's because the character of whatever his name is, the the king, the lord, mm-hmm. he is, he's got some like stuff to unpackage, and yeah. I really wish that they kind of deep dive more into that mm-hmm. because the whole concept of like him, because how he mentions it, he's like, if what happens if you guys kill me and then your crops still don't grow? Yeah, and that does bring up a good point because like. They will kill him. They will. What's going to happen, right? Like, yeah. that's that's the real kind of. Hey, th- I'm actually sort of interested in that mm-hmm. because he is terrified. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about the Lord. Yeah, but he, he, he realizes he, right, and like I think that if they just kind of played that aspect of it a little bit more, like, hey, the reason why he's doing this is because he's scared shitless because he doesn't actually know if his beliefs are really going to like come through on this Mm -hmm. because, uh, Hey, my people will probably revolt against me. And you'll have to kind of think that they eventually that's what does happen because it's kind of unrealistic, right. To, to make a human sacrifice and be like, okay, now our crops are going to come back. But I like the idea of like, Hey, we do, sometimes we do animals because it's you know Just it's easier it's easier and it, and and it does an okay job uh but and then sometimes we'll do like you know a person like a child but even them like they're not really like the most ideal thing so what they do is they have the animals inside of the 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 wicker man as well to like boost it up boost a little it bit up more which would would have been really cool is if they also had a few kids in there yeah, just to like really, really boost like, up the hey, crops. we got the animals, we got the kids, and <laughs> we, we got, got the main guy. So like everybody's in there. Like we are, we have, all, you know, we're all in right now, right? You know, so we we are really, really hoping to God and praying that uh, obviously that that our crops come back. And then if it's and then if it failed, then you guys have nothing to blame but yourselves. But then also too, like this is the first time in like like two generations that crops didn't grow. So it's is like, that what it was? Yeah. So they said, like he said, like, oh, this is the first time in 30 years that like our crops didn't grow. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, did you really have to go cop right out of the gate? Could have went back to like kids. Right. <laughs> right. Like, it's, right. It's not like the first option, but it seems a little bit more like dramatic to I guess. get a yeah. virgin Christian cop to, to be the sacrifice of his own free will. Yeah. That's, um, that's kind of hard. But... I mean, the ending is like the best part. The ending like, when, is definitely like satisfying, and I was like, and I was really watching to see like 
is he actually in there? Like when they're on, mm-hmm. when it was on fire. And for the most part, until yeah. like it obviously like blows up in a reel, like he's in there though while it's on fire. Yeah. And, and like while it's like coming up, you, the flames start to get to like the pelvis of, of the wicker man and mm-hmm. he's still in there. Yeah. Like and I was, was like, all right, you guys, you guys went for this. You guys like committed. Super well done for like the seventies because like that's been apparently like a huge thing throughout the entirety of like this movie being out was people constantly asking is like, Oh, like were the animals actually killed? Like did, that they have like a safe plan for him because yeah, like everything's in there yeah, for like a good portion of yeah. it. Um, and I guess somehow they ended up doing it without like any animals or, um, so they say, so they say, <laughs> or Edward Woodward being like killed. Right. So, they, so they say, so they, yeah. <laughs> cause what else did he do after this? <laughs> but yeah, like that ending of just like him in there and screaming for like, just to repent and then yeah. screaming for Daniel, which I think is a biblical thing. Must be. I tried to look it up. I don't. I didn't get it at first because I was like, "Who the fuck is Daniel?" Yeah. Um. And then I guess too, there's a final cut where like they show a little bit more before the beginning of like who Sergeant Howie is to kind of like lay it into you early on of like his character, his faith. Yeah, because I guess that I don't. I don't know if that would have helped a little bit. I don't think so. Probably I think not. I could have also done without the singing at the end and then and then him repenting with a Christian song singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I just I don't need music in this. Please. Can we <laughs> no stop? more music. Can we please stop with the songs? But it is like to show his faith and like trying to find some way of getting out of this. Right. Which could have just been him praying, which mm-hmm. he was already doing, which we were already seeing. Yeah. I don't know, man. There was the, the music really took me out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the acting wasn't great. It was okay. It was fine. It Sir was Christopher passable. Lee is definitely he, he the was best good. out of he, all. Oh that. yeah, for sure. But like everybody else, like I didn't really, I didn't really buy. Like, dude, when <laughs> yo, I'm pretty when, sure they just got a bunch of people from the island. Dude, to when act. he got, uh, when when they tried to knock him out with the hand candle. Yeah. And then and then he wakes <laughs> up and then he takes like the the post that yeah. it was on and he hits the dude in the back. That was some Super of the funny. worst. <laughs> <laughs> like that wasn't even like slightly realistic the yeah. way that he hit him. he hit him in like the straight the back. He hit him, well, he hit him straight in the back, but also the dude had like so much padding from the mm-hmm. costume and like, <laughs> and his <laughs> face. a big suit. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then like the whole idea, like when they, when, when they revealed what's her name, what's her name? The girl, uh, Rowan. Rowan. Yeah, Rowan. Rowan. Like, Rowan at the end comes out and then, like, ends up being, like, betraying. I guess that was fine. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that this was, like, a huge plot twist and a huge thing in the 70s. Yeah. Because, like, I do enjoy this film. I I give it seven Beatles on a string out of ten. I'm feeling like a a five. Like, I'm pretty, like, indifferent about it. Like, there's some good stuff. It's like it's like a light four. It's it's like a strong four to a light five for me. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I do feel like when this came out, like this was a huge deal. I guess mm-hmm. maybe it's just one of those things that like just hasn't aged very well. Yeah. But like for the time, it was like groundbreaking. Yeah, because we have gotten like a bunch of cult movies in the time frame of it. Yeah, that just kind of sell it a I little. I think bit Midsommar more. is better than this. I can see how Midsommar, like Ari Aster, might have sprinkled a little bit of the wicker for man sure, in this for yeah. sure because uh, you can definitely see it yeah and and ob- yeah it's it, there's obvious like mm-hmm. parallels to them um but there wasn't any singing well which, which there I, was in midsommar yeah 
when? There was singing. There was not musical numbers. Well, <laughs> we'll have to watch it again. <laughs> we'll get back to you on yeah. that one. <laughs> Type in real quick, Midsommar song scenes. <laughs> Only it's a bear in a cage. That's it. But yeah. that wasn't even in the movie. No, but that that is quite a jingle yeah that, that is quite a jingle <laughs> um yeah so i don't know I, it's just it's a movie that i and i was really disappointed because i really had high expectations for it because this is the first time that i've ever seen it yeah and i i was kind of hoping for more um i guess we makes gotta... me sort of want to see nicholas cage's version which i heard is absolutely garbage well yeah and also insane because he's just full-blown Nicolas Cage which is I'm fine with the most i know in that is that like he gets into a bear costume and punches two women in the face mm which <laughs> no reaction midsummer yeah bear costume yeah and he also gets the bees on his like the my eyes on. oh god my eyes. not the bees <laughs> anything but the bees <laughs> and he's got like a uh, little doll is like how did it get burned how did it burn <laughs> um yeah so i don't know all right it, it was it was a uh, i guess it's worth a watch this was fun i like i like the wicker man i'm glad that we can get back to arguing yeah God, I missed arguing. <laughs> you have a recommendation? I have. Um, so, in this time frame, where things are kind of shit again, you know, <laughs> the the are Delta variant. Are you going to recommend getting vaccinated? No, God, no. I'm good. Um, <laughs> although New York did put out, like, a thing recently where, like, New York City, you can't do anything unless you're vaccinated. Yeah. Um, however, like, during this time of, you know, the variant and, like, things are still kind of shitty and an unemployment rate is skyrocketing. There's only one thing that kind of has made me happy in the past couple of weeks, and um, I'm talking about the band Hollow Notes. Oh my god! Have you ever listened to Hollow yes, Notes? I've listened to Hollow Notes. They're fucking great. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. I'm on. I'm on their their fifth album. They're fucking awesome. Like their first album, eh, whatever. Everything after that, amazing. Just bangers. It's yeah, banger after banger. Like you literally cannot find another band. That has done R&B, funk, rock and roll, and love music all in the same song. They literally do it. They do it every time. You're so excited. I love Hall and Oates. I I found myself really enjoying their music. Um, And if I had to pick one, like, to really, like, first listen to, um, it's either H2O, because Maneater's on there, and that's the the song everyone knows. <laughs> Can't do it. We're gonna get copyrighted. Um, and then War Babies, their third album, super cool. Like super, like that was their introduction, more of like that R and B funk style. Mm. And um, you know, I need that right now. Wow, I need a little bit R and B and funk. All right. And Hall's mustache. <laughs> it's a hell of a mustache. <laughs> and with that, Frank, what are we doing next? Uh, we are going to be doing another movie that's from back in the day not quite far that not quite uh that far along mm-hmm. but uh we are going to be doing a movie that i kind of just stumbled upon uh-huh and that's a movie called king of new york okay with uh christopher walken walking yeah he's walking i'm here. walking here so uh <laughs> look forward to that okay. um i highly recommend watching it because i think that you should see it before uh we do the review um zach take us out hi guys Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, will you send me a dinghy, please?